Hey guys, welcome to the Checkup Podcast. Today you have me, Caleb Willard, and our boy Nick Morrison is back. What's going on, Nick? Yes, sir. Good to be back. Good to be back. So today is, uh, I told you last week, today was going to be for the football fans. Uh, we are going to get into some basketball later because you kind of have to. The uh, you know the funny thing about the NBA is that, I mean, the draft is literally two days after the playoffs end. So, I, I mean, I, I don't understand why they do that, but I don't know. I, do, you, do you know why they do that, Nick? I don't know. I have man. no idea why they do I think do this, that. this year is also a little bit different. Everything kind of got pushed back. But even on a normal year, the finals end in June and the drafts at the end of June. So I'm saying so, like the I NFL mean, takes – I mean the NFL ends the first week of February yeah. and they don't do the draft till the end of April. But yeah. whatever. So we're going to – so I, I gave you a little sneak peek last week. We were talking about Drew Brees. I told you that that completion percentage was going to be proven to be overrated. And uh, so – and on top of that, I, I think people should have put this together. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is back at training practice. So we're going to talk about some Aaron Rodgers, and we're going to talk about some uh, some top ten quarterbacks in the league, and then we're going to transition. We had uh, we had some big trade big trade go through with Russell Westbrook last night. We also had the the draft, so we're going to get into those things a little bit later. But today is about football, so uh, let's let's get it started with with football. Um, so we want to start out talking about the top ten. Quarterbacks in the league, the Madden, uh, the Madden rankings just came out, and the Madden rankings actually didn't do too bad this year. Like, I, I mean, like the the specific percentages, like you know, like who's the fastest. I mean, I, they didn't do great on those, but I feel like the, the overalls and the ranking system wasn't terrible this year. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad. I mean, Patty Mahomes is probably a ninety-nine. Like, I'm not gonna lie with that. They give did my man Aaron Rodgers a little dirty. That was probably the biggest thing that they messed up on, having Brady be a 97, A-Rob be a 96. But other than that, it was pretty solid. I agree. Yeah, so not not bad at all. But uh, we – yeah, so let's talk about – let's talk about Patty. I mean, not Patty. Let's talk about A-Rod because he's he's who we think is uh, – got a little snubbed, right? Yes, sir. So I think, I think honestly, to start with A-Rod, it's – I don't know if people being a point less than Brady, like if you just look at this last year, I don't know what tells you that he was that Brady was a better quarterback. I mean, yeah, the Bucks beat the Packers in a really close game at Lambeau, but at this point, like Aaron Rodgers is a better, more accurate passer. He throws less interceptions. He throws more touchdowns. Like I don't I I I just I don't know. He's more mobile. I don't, I don't understand what would make Brady at this point better than him. I'm not saying all time. I'm talking about for this last year, Madden ranking. But I don't know. I think A-Rod, other than Patrick Mahomes, A-Rod is the best just about everything. Yeah, I, th- I feel like this year, you know, people say that this year was A-Rod's, you know, validation year because they drafted love the year before and so this was his you know this was his statement to the Packers I mean that's that's been this whole offseason as his statement to the Packers you go coming off his MVP season but Aaron Rodgers threw 48 touchdowns this season I mean man's threw 48 touchdowns 
and five. He won the MVP. I mean, he won the MVP. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it, it wasn't even close. Like the MVP race wasn't even that close. Or it was at least him and Patty at the end. I mean, it, it was, was him, him and Patty, Patty, and he threw ten more touchdowns than Patty. Yeah. Yo, he threw ten more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes this year. Yeah. I know Patty missed the game, but like, dang. Oh my yep. gosh! Off of like four hundred less yards, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, I, because I you know, like the, the Packers have a run game. Like the Packers have Aaron Jones, which is what takes away from the yards. But there is no reason. I mean, the the Chiefs have a decent run game in Clyde edwards hilaire but he's not. It's not, as, it's not as good as the mix of Aaron crazy. Jones and um, freaking Jamal Williams, and yeah, no. No, it's AJ not nearly. Jones, as yeah, it's not nearly as good. Ten more touchdowns, man. Ten, and five yep. picks. So, I mean, five picks. When was the last time? When was the last time Aaron threw ten picks? Do you know? Dude, I have, I have the answer for you. Guess though. Guess when the last right. time Aaron threw ten picks was? The last time Aaron Rodgers threw ten interceptions. I'm gonna. I, I bet you it's only happened. Probably like if I had to guess two or three times, maybe like 2011. So yeah, all right, you're you're pretty spot 2012? on. 2012, 2010. 2000. That was, was the last time. It was 11 years ago. It was 11 years ago. How many times time have you done it? Like three times. Twice. He's only done it twice. Twice. Wow. His his first year he started, and his third year he started. That's it. That is wow. it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you talk about crazy. I mean, Peyton Manning is widely regarded as better than Aaron Rodgers all time, which he should be. He has five MVPs yep. and two chips. But, I mean, Peyton has seasons, seasons where he, he threw 20. Aaron threw yeah. five this year. Oh, my gosh. You know, we talked about uh, – so last week we were talking about Drew Brees. Right, and we were talking about what is the measure of accuracy? Is it completion percentage, or is it touchdowns? I mean, I didn't tell anybody the statistic, I guess, in the show, but I really don't think it's completion percentage. You know, I feel like, like Nick, you remember playing backyard football, right? Yeah. You, you remember playing pickup football, and everybody did. I mean, the, the simplest rule in pickup football was two completions is a first down. And you keep going until you get to the end zone or you run out of downs, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Who the heck likes the guy that threw the two-yard slant route every time? Who no likes one. that guy? No, everybody hates him. Why? Because it's not hard to do. All right? Completing passes is not the difficulty part. Like, that's not the issue. Completing passes isn't the issue. It's completing passes that make progress down the field. And yeah. what better what better show of progress is touchdowns. Right? Yep. And what better what better show of of a complete stoppage in progress is there than interceptions? And it's not like it's not like okay, so this is how not difficult it is. All right, so Drew Brees is the second all-time in completion percentage. Number three uh, on that what's list. What's the number? What's the number? The number is like 67.7%. Yep, 67.7. Okay. Deshaun Watson's number one. He's 0.1 above him. All right. Guess who number three is? All time. 
A Rod. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Not even. I have no Aaron's idea. 12. Aaron's twelve on this list. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady. No, it's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is we're gonna. <laughs> so people are legitimately trying to say Drew Brees is the greatest, most accurate passer. He's the most accurate passer when Kirk Cousins is one ranking behind him. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that that's that's like the big thing with Drew Brees is that that's he's his, supposed that's to be this. Ri- yeah, that's his thing. On. It's it's that, and then followed by that is the just the touchdowns. That's it. So all right, I, no, we're not we're not even done with that though. Guess who number four and five are? Guess like guess who could be in one of those spots? All right, it's not Brady. Kurt it's, Warner, maybe I don't know. Kurt is. I, I thought I saw Kurt. Kurt is eight. Eight. Um. Oh, someone like Matt Ryan, maybe. Ah, uh, golly, I don't even see Matt. Oh, Matt Ryan is nine. That was oh wow. All right, you're getting there. No, so f- number four is Teddy Bridgewater. Oh my gosh, not and, even a top fifty QB ever. <laughs> <laughs> top fifty? He's not even. Yeah, is he 100. starting this year? I don't even I don't know. know. Is he going to start this year? I don't know. Um, number five is Chad Pennington. He's better than Bridgewater, but I mean, he's not, he's not the crazy. <laughs> so what are we judging? What are we judging this on? Like, what are we, ju- I, I just, I never understand why people, it's such a casual, it's such a casual take to think that Drew Brees is the most accurate quarterback of all time because of completion percentage. Okay. Well, when you have, when you have things like, you know, touchdown interception ratios, when you can judge people, you know, you can judge quarterbacks by, I don't know how many touchdowns they can throw before they throw an interception. Yep. And really when I look at the stats, so Drew Brees, all t- his career completion percentage is 67.7. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll compare him to a rod. Cause that's what we're doing. His is 65.1. So he's, Two and a half, two point six percent better. Like, like, okay, it's not like he's ten percent better. And on top of right. that, this is where we make the transition. So we know Drew Brees throw, has thrown a lot of touchdowns. He's played a really long time. He's got five hundred and seventy-one touchdowns. He also has two hundred and forty-three interceptions. All right. Now, <laughs> now. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. <laughs> I didn't know it was that so, many. <laughs> Holy gosh. So, so Drew Brees, like I said, it's 571 touchdowns, just so everyone gets it, 571, and 243 interceptions. So for every 2.3, 2.4 touchdowns, he's throwing an interception, all right? Aaron Rodgers, career stats up to this point, 412 touchdowns and 89 interceptions. That would be a touchdown every four. That would be an interception every 4.6 touchdowns. Crazy. It's better than four to one. I don't know about you, but I would rather have the quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over, gets touchdowns, is, has a better deep ball. We'll just say it right there. Is I personally think just as accurate and doesn't rely on dump downs to Alvin Kamara. That's just my opinion. You can take whoever you want, but I think even the eye test gives it to Rodgers. 
just strictly the eye test. And we just read off the facts that it's better than four to one, 412 touchdowns and not even 90 interceptions yet. That's insane. Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback to throw over 400 touchdowns and not throw over, not throw a hundred or more interceptions. He's the only one on that list. For comparison, and, Brady's at what five? Brady's at 581 touchdowns, 191 interceptions, mm-hmm. and Peyton Manning's at 539 touchdowns and 251 interceptions. And it's not even we're not even going to talk. We're not even talking about who's better because we all should know that answer. But who's more accurate? Are you going to take the guy who's going to throw? Like I don't understand. Are you going to take the person that that is going to throw an interception? He's guaranteed to throw a pick every two touchdowns or do you want to double the touchdowns like who is more accurate and this is this is the thing that's crazy to me is who cares about incompletions i mean half the incompletions are quarterbacks throwing the ball away yeah and on top of that like so drew Brees has more interceptions and who would you say pushes the ball downfield the most aaron Rodgers or drew Brees? oh yeah definitely aaron aaron Rodgers. so aaron Rodgers takes more shots down the field than Drew Brees does, and he still throws less interceptions. But yet Drew Brees makes shorter throws and has more interceptions, but's more accurate. It's because look, when Aaron is behind, when Aaron's behind in the game, or you know, they got a third and ten, Aaron is willing. Like Aaron knows he can throw it down the field. It, and it he almost can escape the pocket way better than Brees. Way can better, way better than Drew. But it's it's almost like Drew was out of his comfort zone when he went to make those kind of plays. Like when the game gets out of pace. For Drew Brees, you know, when, when when the defense, you know, shuts down a run game completely and forces Drew to really throw it, it's not that we're, Drew is bad. Yeah. Like, it's it's not what we're saying. We're saying, man, I want Aaron Rodgers to have that. Like, Aaron yep. Aaron is better at throwing actual passes. I'm not talking about passes. And we're talking, like, point. past Eight 15 yards, yards down the field. We're talking 10 to 20, at least 10 to 20 yards down the field, pushing the ball down the field. Like I said, it's a casual take to think Drew Brees is more accurate than Aaron Rodgers. You're you're basing your statistics off of you know something that Kirk Cousins is the third best at, and I just is I don't know anything that Kirk Cousins is the third best at. Yeah, I don't either. So I'm taking look after this year, a clear MVP year for Aaron. Uh, Devontae Adams is coming back. They actually just signed Randall Cobb. Uh, the running game is still there. Uh, Bakhtiari is going to be back and healthy this year. It's it's impossible to say that Aaron right now is not the best quarterback. He threw 48 touchdowns and five picks. And uh, it's kind of hard to say after the Super Bowl that Patty's not second right behind him. You know, people, I feel like people give, you know, people like to talk about Tom Brady and, you know, when they when they say, you know, when they talk about Mahomes, they just talk about the fact that he ran all those yards. But I feel like that to me was the performance of the night was him running around extending plays like that. I, I feel like that was actually like, you know, remember when Allen Iverson, he you know, they get smacked in the playoffs by the Lakers. They get smacked in the finals, but he goes off for that one game. Yep. Game one in L.A. Game one in L.A. Allen Iverson goes off. The only thing people remember from that finals is Allen Iverson going yep. off. Yep. That is the most memorable moment and really made Allen Iverson's career. Like that that is the biggest plus 
to Allen Iverson's career is yep. that moment. And I feel like that that almost translates here to Patrick Mahomes. It's not that it's not that they got smacked because they did. They they had no O line. Um, it's not that they got smacked. It's the fact that he made it somehow possible when they were losing thirty one to nine. And you still kind of believe that damn like Patty they could get back in the game. Here. Patty could throw one here and it's a different ball game. Like you legitimately could believe that. Uh, Patty threw forty seven hundred yards off of and, and he missed a game. So really he was going to have this, you know, the throwing yard title, but he decided to sit out a game for the playoffs. Uh he he threw six picks, thirty eight touchdowns, ran for three hundred yards. I kinda wanna know how many hearts he runs for, you know, to avoid sacks. I really yeah. And also something that I've talked to you about before is that I think and don't get me wrong, I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Right now, just with the championships and everything. But he's not the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And this is the thing. This is a perfect example of this. If you switch Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady in that Super Bowl game, teams stay all the same. You switch them, the Bucks might have 60 points in that game. Oh, yeah. That's and I'm not even exaggerating. And Tom Brady would literally die. Like, it, he, couldn't, he, he couldn't make it work. Like, it's just not going to happen. So it's just, it's, it's, I, I get it, people, that Tom Brady's the GOAT. I get it. He's a great player. But I don't even think Tom Brady's a top three quarterback in the NFL right now because people undervalue how good the rest of that Bucks team is. They just give Brady all the credit, which don't get me wrong. He deserves a lot of the credit. He helped, he helped change the culture and all that. But Brady's that defense, Brady right. never lined up right. and played defense. That defense with Devin White, Levante David, Nadamikin Sue, JPP, that defense is disgusting. Yeah. And their is. offense, underrated receiving core, Mike Evans, A B, Godwin, Scotty Miller. You know what I mean? Hey, look, so I think Aaron, at the end of the day, like, they just, yeah. No, I'm, oh, I completely agree. And it's not like it's not like Aaron could run away from that defense. You remember everybody gave Aaron so much flack for not running, you know, for the end zone on that third down. Yeah. And in the postgame interview, he says, Who do you think I was gonna outrun? Who? You think like, I'm gonna outrun Devin White? Not Devin White. That boy Devin got White runs like a four six. I think he runs faster, but yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Who cares? He's sub five. Look, everybody runs sub five in the NFL. Everybody's yep. everybody does. It's not anything. I don't even know if Patrick Mahomes could have got that touchdown that the they were talking about with Aaron Rodgers to run for it. I don't even know if Patty could have got that. I don't know, close. but that's what makes that's what makes Patty's Super Bowl performance so yep. memorable. Is that is the fact that he he did he ran for what was the stat? It was 500 yards. No, it it was it 300 yards. He it was ran something for 300 like that. yards. It was he over ran 200. For 300 yards behind the line of scrimmage trying to avoid sacks. And he made some incredible throws. Yeah, so I got to give it to Patty number two, and see. Okay, people are going to be upset because Brady's not three, but I'm going to Sean Watson. All right, we're not going to talk about allegations. We're not going to talk about none of that. We're just going to talk about the fact that he did not, his best receiver was Randall Cobb, and he threw 4,800 yards this season. He threw 300 more yards than Josh Allen. He threw 200 more yards than Tom Brady. He threw 100 more yards than Mahomes. He threw 500 yards more than Aaron. I mean, he outthrew everybody. It wasn't even close. He only threw seven interceptions. He threw 38 touchdowns. And you want to talk he about a complete quarterback. yards. And a complete oh, yeah. quarterback. He's one of the best athletes. Other than Lamar Jackson, he might be the best 
overall athlete at quarterback. You know what I mean? I mean, Patty too, but I think Deshaun Watson's pa- faster than Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, he's, yeah, he's a great athlete as well. So, yeah, he's an outstanding athlete. He always has been. Um, I mean, and, and the thing about Mahomes and Watson is that they're only going to get better. They're yep. young. You, we can't even say they've hit their prime because biologically they haven't yet. You know, like Tom Brady, is Tom Brady going to throw 4,600 yards again and 40 touchdowns? I'm not Maybe, saying he won't, but I'm saying, I'm saying it's much less. He's not likely. getting better. His body, his body, it's like LeBron. Like, it's, you know, LeBron shot like 60% from the free throw line this year. They're not getting you better. Know, it's it's a natural. It's a natural. You're getting worse. It, whether it's slowly or quickly, I can't tell you. I'm not going to hate on Brady because people have been hating on him for years. But it's Watson threw 4,800 yards thrown to trash cans with no O line, with no running back, with a terrible defense. You can't tell me there, that Deshaun wasn't the reason they won games because there was never a different reason for them winning games. Yep, I agree. So, uh, so that's all right. So we got top three. Okay. Uh, what is what is the Madden's top three? So Madden has Patty, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. So we booted, yeah. we booted Tom, replaced him with Deshaun Jackson, who is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Madden's list. Yeah, yeah Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Right, 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 right. Uh, so the next three guys we kind of have in the same tier. Uh, but we're so they're all similar, but yeah, like just little gaps in between them. Uh, so next, I kind of have Russell Wilson over Tom Brady as well going forward. I, that's, I agree. That's a hot take too, right? Um, yeah. Russell Wilson ran for 500 yards this year. He's a much more mobile quarterback than Tom Brady, much more athletic, much more in his prime. Um, the same thing we said earlier about Mahomes and Deshaun Wilson is still getting better. Brady is kind of, I mean, Brady has hit his peak. Yep. So no, I agree. I, I, I like, yeah, it's a hot take because everyone it's, it, it's because Tom Brady has so many career accomplishments. They're like, there's no way he's not, you know, number two or number three. I think Russell Wilson's a better quarterback right now. Do I think Brady's behind him? Yes. I think Brady's number five, but yeah. Yeah, and it's tough. Well, does Brady have a better team? Yes, Brady has a much better team. He has better defense. He has better, better offense. offense. Say, say what you want about Russell Wilson's receivers. Brady's receivers are better. Yep. Hey, I'm taking Mike Evans over uh, I the mean, Freak. We, we, we talked about this. The, I mean, the Bucks have, what, a top, the, the best or the second best receiving core in the NFL? It's definitely easily top three. Yeah, it has to I be. mean, the Seahawks isn't even top five. <laughs> is it top five? Receiving I don't think it's core? top five. Yeah, I don't think it's top five going into this year. I don't I mean, think it's you, top five. I mean, it, it might be. The Bucks is better. Five. The Chiefs is better. It. The Titans is better now. The Titans is better Titans, because they got Julio. Titans definitely is better. You're not wrong so, about that. But anyways, so yeah. I'm taking Russell. So this year, um, Russell Wilson, when you take into, you know, into consideration his running, as well as Brady's, you know, we're talking total yards and total touchdowns. Russell Wilson had more yards and he fell short of one touchdown. He threw one more pick than Brady. Like I said, they, they, he have, he has no line. He, he even went publicly to complain about his offensive line. Yep. So I'm taking 
there's no there's really no number gap here. The only gap is skill at the skilled positions. So I'm giving it to Russ. And then I'm taking Brady. Uh, Brady obviously still has it. He threw 40 touchdowns this year. Um, he, he threw 12 picks. It's, it's no Mahomes or Rogers, but 12 picks ain't bad. 4,600 yards is amazing. I mean, I, you know, I think everybody's pretty astounded that he can still do that. I think everybody has him at least in their top five, right? I don't, I don't think anybody has any other quarterback. I mean, I don't think, I don't think you can actually say Josh Allen is better than Brady right now. No. I just don't think he's he's hit. on the come up, but I he's think he's right behind up. Brady. Yeah, I just think I think Brady's decision making is better, but Josh Allen is is close. Okay, so we have him coming in at number six. We have him closing out this tier, and when we talk about rushing, you know, we talk about athleticism. Josh Allen is one of those. I mean, he's that he's one of the new generation quarterbacks. To be a new gen quarterback. You have to be able to run. Josh Allen ran for eight touchdowns this year. The big, strong body, and he's pretty fast for how big and strong he is. Boy ran for eight tubs. That's ridiculous. Threw for 4,500 yards. He only threw for 10 picks. He's a baby. I mean, if you're talking in the next, in the next five, you know, if you're talking in the next three years, Josh Allen is going to, is going to take Brady's spot in the top five. Agreed. And and see, the funny thing is, so, you know, we have, you know, we're the show is in Maryland. So we have a lot of Ravens fans listening. My guy, Lamar ran for seven touchdowns like Josh Allen was right there with him with the touchdowns, with the athleticism. I'm not saying that, you know, he's as fast as, you know, he doesn't have the yards that Lamar has. He definitely doesn't. He doesn't you know, he's not as fast and as quick as Lamar but he's so athletic that he still poses that dual threat. The difference is the arm. The arm from Allen is incredible. Yep. I mean, as soon as he got a legitimate receiver, I mean, he made, he made Stefan Diggs the statistically the best wide receiver in the league last year. Yep. It was a mutual benefit. They mutually benefited from each other for sure. Which is, you know, which is crazy to think about because Aaron Rodgers was throwing to, you know who? Yeah. Devontae Adams. It's not like Devontae. I mean, Devontae Adams just joined the 99 club in Madden again, I think, right? He was 99 club last yeah, year. Yeah, he was nine, uh, Devontae Adams 99. Yep. So it's, you know, it's not like it's not like he doesn't have competition. He definitely does. But I think Josh Allen has the best chance to break the top five list this year. I think. And I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's hot at all. I agree with um, that. So next tier, we got. We'll, we'll say we'll say this is the final tier. We we'll say we have five quarterbacks in this final tier to talk about. Um, I think if I'm being objective, I. This is hard. I don't know if I'd rather have. I think going forward, I think in the next five years, I'd rather have Justin Herbert. Than Lamar, like I think I'd rather have Herbert over Lamar, but it's close. Yeah, my thing. I'm not. I'm not here to deny Lamar Jackson as an overall football player and athlete. It's not what I'm here to do. But the position of a quarterback in the NFL 
Do you need mobility? Do you need speed? Yes. Does it help to be extremely athletic like he is? Yes. But to win championships, you have to be able to accurately and successfully push, be able to push the ball down the field consistently with your arm. It, it just is what it is. I mean, and well, I'm, I'm not saying he's not going to get better at it, but right now, Justin Herbert is a much better thrower of the football than Lamar Jackson is. And yeah, yes, Lamar Jackson's yeah. a better athlete, but Herbert in a way kind of reminds me, I'm not saying he is, but he's kind of got that young Aaron Rodgers kind of vibe to him where he's mobile enough and he's at like, he's athletic, but he's not like, that's not what he's going to rely on. But at the sure. same time, he can go out and do it. And, and like I've already said, he's a way better throw of the football than Lamar Jackson is. So I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm not discrediting Lamar or his MVP. He's an amazing talent. But I agree. I just, if yeah, I want look, someone on my team right now, I'm taking Herbert. And I, it just has everything to do with the arm talent. You're the quarterback. You have to be able to throw the ball. And I'm not saying that Lamar can't, but he just can't do it as well as these other guys. So I think the Ravens coaching staff is really smart. I think they've made all their decisions based off of Lamar's skill set. And it's set, you know, the Ravens are set up for Lamar to thrive. And I might take Lamar for a year over Herbert just because of, you know, the overall skill set. Two years is really pushing it. Justin Herbert broke every single rookie quarterback record there was. Okay. You want to talk about Aaron Rodgers' first career. Okay. I mean, his, his first season, he threw 4,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, 13 picks. Okay. Listen to how this compares to Justin Herbert. Justin had 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns, and 10 picks. And he ran for another five touchdowns. Yep. I mean, Justin Herbert, nobody expected him to, him to hit the top five, top ten list this year. You know, his rookie year, nobody expected that. He didn't play all the games even. I think he missed a couple, right? I think so. Um, no, 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 no. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor started like a game or two. Did Tyrod start? Yeah, Tyrod started the when, end of the year, and then he had that lung problem. Remember, there was like that accidental right. lung. I just that don't remember if it was game puncture. one or game three. But regardless, who cares? Even if even if Justin played the whole season, he threw more touchdowns than Matt Stafford and Ryan uh, and Ryan. Gracious, what is his name? Atlanta's quarterback. He played 15 Matt Ryan. games. Gracious, Matt Ryan. He played 15 games. So it he says he's played. It says Herbert played 15 games. Okay, so he missed a game through 4,300 yards. He threw more yards this year than Russell Wilson. And he does not have DK Metcalf. He does have Actually, Keenan Allen. All right, all right. He has Keenan yeah, Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has Keenan Allen. So, yeah. All right, hold on. My bad. My bad. My bad. He has Keenan Allen. Now, are Allen. the Seahawks a better team than, than the Chargers? Yes, but. You know, yeah. but that's temporary. Okay. But as see. a receiving core, as a receiving core. Oh, the, no, the receiving core the, is better. They have, the Seahawks receiving Seahawks core is, is better. Keenan Allen's a better receiver. Keenan than Allen is better guy. than DK. Yes, I yeah. agree with that. You know, and look, yo, we got to be careful with the Chargers because they're coming. That yep, I agree. Super Derwin young. James. Yep, oh, Bosa. my goodness. Derwin James and Bosa. And they got another guy in the secondary that's absolutely disgusting. They made a big mistake by getting, you know, giving their tight end away to the Patriots because they're tight end. I agree. That was Hunter, right? Yeah. Yeah, their tight end was just disgusting. Don't they have year. Mike Williams? Yeah, they have Mike Williams as well. Yeah. Yep. That's, I mean, that's a team to watch. 
their conference is really hard. They got to play the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Raiders are always, I mean, you know, at least decent. Like, they got a tough – and the Broncos. Um, and their line should be getting better because they got that uh, – they got the Slater, Rashawn Slater. That, oh, that, yeah. Like the 13th they did. pick or something like that. So their line should get better now, that which will help Herbert even more. So, Look, Justin Herbert threw more yards than Aaron Rodgers this year. Just watch out. Watch yep. out. If I'm talking the next three years of talent, I'm taking you – know, like, who would I rather, Herbert or Lamar? I'm taking Herbert. Yep, I'm taking Lamar. I think I'm taking Lamar next. Um, Lamar threw 2,700 yards, ran for another 1,000, had 33 total touchdowns, only nine interceptions. His decision-making got a lot better this year. We're still waiting on the arm talent to really come through. You know, the, the reality is is that no running quarterback has been successful because of the hits. No, like Mike Vick, Mike Vick had to stop because of the hits. Yep. Like, you don't know get me I mean? wrong. Your, yeah. peak, your peak can be crazy. Oh, and also, this is, this is, yeah. Yeah. And That's this is point. also my thing about Mike Vick because people bring up the Mike Vick comparisons a lot. And I like it. I do. I think Mike Vick's peak has, has Lamar reached Mike Vick's peak. He won an MVP, Lamar has, but Mike Vick was still a better thrower of the football. So he's got to get at least as good as Mike Vick. And that's why that's why Mike Vick came back so many times. Mike Vick came back twice. People forget Mike Vick had a cannon. He had a cannon. Oh yeah. So So, Lamar can Lamar can adjust. If I'm hoping Lamar does, I'm hoping he can throw the football in the next. I mean, you know, we're not talking. Like I said, his decision making's got a lot better. He he is really good in the red zone now. Um, But I'm just hoping that the arm talent really comes through so he can rely on it because the running is temporary. You can't run like that forever. Ask big Ben, big Ben sat out a season with injuries and he used to take all that, you know, he used to take every hit he could. Yeah, that's true. The toll, the toll, the hits have on people's bodies, especially nowadays we're talking, you know, the rules might be nicer, but the people are much bigger, much faster. We were talking about how defensive ends were running four fives, four sixes easily. It's an expectation that you run that fast. Yep. So I'm taking Lamar there. Um, man, this is hard. I think, I think when we talk about situations and you know, a situational football and football IQ, I think I'm going to go Matt Stafford is next. Um, Matt, like Stafford, Matt Stafford had trash cans to throw to. Actually, I mean, I guess he had ever since Calvin that, Johnson. But, not, but I mean, that, that's not anything crazy. Look, people. And think if you just Kendall, have one guy, yeah. unless your one guy is like that Julio Jones, AB, Calvin Johnson level, Megatron. yeah, right. that Megatron level, then like, the reality is, yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree. The reality is, is that they had, you know, they had DeAndre Swift as a running back this year. It was his first year. Um, they had, so they, you know, they, they didn't have a great running game. Kenny Galladay gets doubled. You know, I like Kenny Galladay, but he's not an elite receiver and he gets doubled every play. So he just has no hope. Matt Stafford still threw for 4,000 yards. It didn't matter. <laughs> he still threw 4,000 yards. He still had 26 touchdowns, only 10 picks. He's getting the upgrade of a lifetime. Um, it's like the Lions finally decided to let one of their superstars that they've just bottled up, you know, free for once. Um, he's going to have Cooper Cup this year, a big upgrade in receiver. He's going to have a running game. 
it, you know, I know that their running back just got Acres just got hurt, but they got um, AJ from University of Maryland, AJ Funk this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, McVeigh is a good enough coach that he's going to make the running game relevant. That offensive line is good enough to make the running back relevant. I think that's an important part. And he's going to have Cooper Cup. And who's the other receiver? Robert Woods. Yeah, Robert Woods. So I think, and he's going to have a defense, you know, that, which, you know, translates to offense. I mean, he's going to have better field positioning. Like Matt Stafford is up for, he threw 4,000, he threw 4,000 yards last year with a trash team. I imagine what he's going to do on that team. And I think his, his arm talent is elite. No matter what you want to say. Oh my goodness. And that's why he threw 4,000 yards. It wasn't because the receiver talent was crazy. That's for sure. It wasn't because of talent on the team. It was because Matt Stafford is, is that good? You know, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan has gotten the upper hand, I feel like, and who's, you know, who's the better Matt debate, right? But Matt Ryan has also had much better teams his entire career. You know, Matt Stafford threw just as many touchdowns as Matt Ryan this year. Really? And Matt Ryan, yeah, and Matt Ryan had Julio and uh, and Calvin Ridley. And Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Calvin Ridley had the best career, the, the best season he's ever had. And Matt Stafford threw just as many touchdowns. Matt Stafford actually threw less interceptions than Matt Ryan this year. So I'm taking Stafford next on this list. And man, how do we round out the how do, how are you gonna round out the list, Nick? We got the last uh, after that, I'd probably go Kyler Murray. You're going to go Kyler? If we're going to – it's tough. It's between Kyler Murray, I think, and Matt Ryan. And I think at this point, don't get me wrong, Matt Ryan has an MVP. But if we're talking about right now, obviously we're not talking about careers because we put Brady at five. We're talking about right now. Right. I'm going to take Kyler Murray. Matt Ryan might still be a little bit more accurate in certain throws. But as a whole, I'm going to take Kyler Murray. So I think – I'm going to go with Kyler, but here's why. Because I think Kyler's decision-making kind of sucks. Um, That's I think, an understatement. It is yeah, absolutely I horrendous. I think he's a little little trigger-happy um, when it comes to throwing and running, actually. But the raw athleticism and the raw talent is is definitely there. For those of you who don't know, you know, we said earlier, Josh Allen ran for eight touchdowns this year. Uh, Lamar. You know, ran for a thousand yards and seven touchdowns this year. Well, Kyler Murray ran for eight hundred yards and eleven touchdowns this year. He and is, let's preface like, this too, real quick. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, real yeah, quick. He had, and because we were just talking about how athletic he is and how all that, and we talked about that with Lamar too. Kyler Murray is a much more accurate and better passer than Lamar. It's not even close. Just, it's not. Oh, it definitely isn't. Look, Kyler still threw. Kyler threw for four thousand. He almost. You know, a little asterisk mark above that. 4,000 yards this year. And then ran for another 800 yards. He threw, a thou- he, he threw over 1,000 more yards than Lamar. And still ran for four more touchdowns than him. Yep. So, and and I, I know... If his decision-making has- was just a little bit better, he could be better than Lamar. I'm not even Oh, my lie. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Look, if, if Kyler Murray's decision-making, if he cleans it up, he's going to be the new version of Drew Brees. And he might be, I mean, he has potential to go further than that. 
You know, he's yep. he's the small, super accurate passer with a great arm. And but I mean, he's going to add a whole another a whole another realm to his game that Drew never had with the running game. Like he threw for four almost four thousand yards and still got eight hundred yards rushing. That's crazy. That's crazy. When you're uh, when we go through the the list of quarterbacks and their total yards, you know, their throwing and rushing yards, Kyler's top three in total yards. Which and is- D Hop's just going to help him get better and better. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I know he has D Hop. I know he has Christian Kirk. Um, they have a running back now. You know, they have Larry Fitzgerald is still there, isn't he? Has he retired yet? Is he done? No, he, he's he's still there. Oh my gosh, they have Fitz. Say what you want about Fitz, but Fitz still has hands. <laughs> yep. He's still good for that out route to get to the first down. He ain't gonna drop it. He ain't gonna drop it. He still got more tackles than freaking dropped passes. So he has he has an elite team, and don't but don't let the elite team fool you. Kyler Murray is right there. I mean, him and Justin Herbert are scary. They are, I mean, in the next three years, they're blowing pie people on this list. Yeah. They're blowing past them. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So that's our top 10. Um, when we look at ESPN's ratings, so ESPN had Patty one, Tom two, Aaron three, Russell Wilson, four, Lamar five, Deshaun Watson, six, Deshaun Allen, uh, sorry, gosh, Josh Allen, seven. And Dak Prescott at eight, Ryan Tannehill at nine, and Matt Ryan at ten. Um, look, so this is this is my argument with those. Dak Prescott's coming off a serious injury. Um, I know what that's. I I know what Dak Prescott can do, but he's coming off of a serious injury that I'm not going to put him in the top ten coming out of off all you know right out of the gates. I'm not going to put him in. The, actually, I forgot. You know, we actually have eleven quarterbacks listed. I'm not putting him. I'm not even putting him close to the top ten list. For now, I mean, he's got yeah. a really good season. He has the potential. He has uh, potential for, sure. for right. sure. And it's not like there are scrubs on this list. I, I could, I could see him. You know, I might put Dak ahead of Matt Ryan. I might do that, so he can take the eleven spot. But he's very much yeah. outside looking in. Yeah, no, he's he's not he's not getting that ten spot. He's not getting. He's not. No, I don't think so. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I don't know what people's infatuation with Ryan Tannehill is. Now, I will say this real quick. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is that good, but I'm calling it right now. First off, I think Julio Jones can have a great year because a whole lot of people are hating on Julio, but Julio Jones is going to make him look a lot better this year. And the mix of Julio Jones. AJ Brown and Derrick Henry is going to make him look a lot better than he really is because he's going to be able to hand the ball off to one of the best running backs in the league behind a great offensive line. And at the end of the day, when you're throwing to Julio, it it makes the game easier. Like Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan knows (laughs) Matt Ryan knows Julio did his thing in Atlanta. So it's just, I think Ryan Tannehill is going to look a lot better than he is this year. Do I think he's a bad quarterback? No, but, but he's average. just don't be surprised when people are Ryan Tannehill's top 10, Ryan Tannehill sneaking into the game because he's putting up crazy numbers, but he's also throwing to two really good wide receivers, one elite wide receiver, possibly the best wide receiver of this generation, if not top two or three of the generation. And you've got a top two running back. 
So that's all I got to say about Ryan Tannehill. Just watch out Look, for that. That's Ryan, why I'm calling it. I agree. His numbers are going to get boosted because he has Julio. And that's going to open things up, not just for Julio. It's, you know, because Julio is kind of a question mark. Is he going to stay healthy? But I think Julio is highly motivated. He, he was very upset with how last year ended. You saw those Waffle House cleats he's been wearing? Always yes, open. I have. Waffle House. Yep, those, always open. Yes, sir. Um, I saw, you know, I saw him kind of snap in one of his post-game interviews this year. Talk about you wait till, you know, you wait till what you know till next week. See what I'm gonna do next week. Yep. And that was after he, you know, like caught two or three touchdowns in the game. Um, but Ryan, like, so Ryan's numbers, I completely agree with you, Nick. They're gonna go up, but to me, Ryan is is a Baker Mayfield. I, I'm taking Baker over Ryan, honestly, because I think Baker's they're they're all kind of in that same way tier. Better, but, yeah. but, they're, but they're the same type of quarterback. They're game managers, and it's not like you you're you can't be a top ten quarterback as a game manager. You have to be dynamic. Agreed. So I think Ryan will get his get more. Like he's going to seem dynamic, but the wide receiver is going to be. You know, the wide receiver core is going to make, you know, is going to be the reason why, you know, like we talk, we've talked about how quarterbacks make wide receivers look good and how some wide receivers make quarterbacks look good. Like Dwayne, like Terry McLaurin made Dwayne Haskins look somewhat like he had potential, right? That's why they, that's, that's why they kept them so long. If you don't have Terry McLaurin that that's on that team, then man, you're, you're cutting Dwayne after four games, right? Um, you know, we talk about like, man, who's another good comp? I mean, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. I like Matt Ryan, but Julio Jones made Matt Ryan look much better. He's not than getting he that MVP did. without Julio. He's not getting that MVP without Julio Jones for sure. I think that, I think Aaron Rodgers made Donald Driver's career. And Jordy Nelson's. And Jordy Nelson, those are, you know, those receivers are pretty good, but they are not on the same level of Aaron Rodgers. He, he makes them look that good. You know, oh, here's a great one. Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. DK is an athletic, he's a physical freak. It's true, but he does not have the same, he doesn't have the same route running. He's, his route running is not that good. His hands are okay. They're up and Russell down. They're Wilson, inconsistent. They're inconsistent. Russell Wilson has made him look like a dog out there. Him and Tyler Lockett. Man, who would Tyler Lockett be without Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson gets him three has has gotten him multiple three touchdown games. Yep. So you definitely see that a lot. And this is this is just a an example of wide receiver is going to make him better. Uh, who was the other one? Was there anybody else on that list that didn't include Dak Ryan? I yeah, think that no, was it. I think that's about it. Yeah, I have Matt looking in. Yeah, so I'm going to take Dak looking in, right? We're going to take Dak at 11 looking in. I also think Baker Baker showed a lot of improvement this year. I think he's I think him and Dak are going to fight to break in the top 10 this year. I can um, I agree with that. Yeah, no. I and I mean Baker can only get better too, right? I I think you know, he if OBJ stays that, healthy, uh, it'll help him a lot. Oh, it'll definitely it'll definitely help him a lot. So we're going to move on. We're going to get the get the football, some more football takes next time. Um, but we want to talk about the NBA a little bit here. And we had draft night, which included all the crazy stuff with the trade rumors. You know, first of all, can we talk about how ludicrous the Sixers are 
for their package that they wanted for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So if you didn't see it, um, the Warriors made a move for Ben Simmons. And they asked, so the, the 76ers said, that's fine. We want James Wiseman. We want um, uh, the Andrew Wiggins. We want James Wiseman and Andrew Wiggins and both your first-round picks this year and then two future first-round picks, right? Um, yeah, it was four first-round picks in total, but yeah. Yeah, so it was four total. It was two this year and then two in the future. That's what they wanted for Ben Simmons. Whoo! Yeah, that was never going to happen. Oh, my gosh. They, they, they didn't even get that for James Harden. You know, Houston didn't even get that for James Harden. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, that's um, too much. Yeah, that's way too much. Look, I think I think it would have – if they had – okay, so look. If they had traded Andrew Wiggins – and the two first-round picks, I think that should have been fine. I agree, okay. yeah. I think that's Honestly, fair. I don't know what... The 76ers should have realized that his, that his worth after the playoffs dropped a lot. So, like, you could make the case that you send, like, the one of the first-round picks this year and Andrew Wiggins. You know what I mean? Like, is he... Re- you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, no. So, like, okay. Yeah, that's completely true. The Warriors could have made that offer. If I'm, like, if I'm thinking about this from a business perspective i hold ben simmons this year like i keep ben simmons to be honest with you because his value is is that terrible you know the warriors could ask for i i think what i ask for is is perfectly reasonable is more than reasonable for ben simmons oh, yeah. after what he did this year his free throw percentage is like 40 percent. he's a point guard name another point guard with that kind of crappy free throw percentage i think Shaq had a better free throw percentage Giannis had a better free throw percentage this year. So I, you know, from a business perspective, they're not going to get anything. They're not going to get any offer even close to what they want. So you might as well hold Ben Simmons, hope that this was an off year and get him to the freaking line in practice. Right. I, I don't think, cause there's no way the Sixers, obviously if the Sixers wanted four first round picks and look, James Wiseman is legit, man. He's really good. James Wiseman is uh, Wiseman is going to take off in these next few years. He showed a lot of potential with the Warriors this year. He was not, you know, he was injured at the end of the season, which makes Curry's April run that much crazier. Yeah, that much more insane. That much more insane to think that he did all of that without a center, without any rebounding from the team. When Draymond Green is your best rebounder, Steph had that kind of that kind of statistical month crazy but i don't know that's just that's just my opinion i i think the i think the sixes are this crazy that's that's ludicrous man you definitely can't ask for that yeah that was too much but and i think the warriors are looking good man they got that athletic wing kaminga and they got that shooter moses moody oh yeah man's from and and honestly they could just use they could just use those as honestly trade assets if they're really trying to like you know what I mean? Go in now for different yeah. things, but yeah, it was it was smart not to pull the trade for Ben Simmons on that, and they did a good job on draft night, did their thing, and 
You know, yep. I've heard a lot of uh, I've had I've heard a lot of talk about the Warriors looking at um, Bradley Beal instead. Yeah, trading for Bradley Beal. I mean, would it would break my heart, but that would be a disgusting team. Yeah, it would. That would be a gross team. You know who else I've heard is out? You know, for uh, for the taking is Buddy Heald. Man, yep, I heard. I've heard I that too. I not. I cannot believe it. I can't like Buddy Heald for you. Like Buddy Heald is if all right. So out of all point guards that have shot, uh, I think it's 153s. There's there's 148 guards that have shot more than like 153s in the past 10 seasons. Buddy Heald ranks six in the per, like in per, in three point percentage. There we in go. The, I didn't know that. In the past Ten years. Buddy Heald is the sixth most accurate three-point shooter. Okay, Russell Westbrook is actually dead last. He's 148 yeah. on that list. <laughs> Which is interesting that the Lakers, you know, I thought the Lakers were going to go for shooters this year. I didn't think they yeah. were going to go for I didn't think they were going to go for Russ at all this year, but they we're going to talk about that, I guess, now too. Because uh, the, the Lakers went ahead and pulled a deal with the Wizards for Russell Westbrook. And they traded Kuzma, they traded KCP, they traded Harrell. Montrez Harrell, and a first round and, pick. Um, well, oh, and, but the war, uh, but the Wizards gave up two second round picks, yeah, as well. Which, uh, dude, I've been talking to people about it, and I am so conflicted on what is what is your opinion on the trade? Because I'm really conflicted. So, I really. I really like Russell Westbrook. He's one of my favorite players. I grew up an OKC fan. KD's always been my favorite player, but I love Russ. I, is it the best fit in the world? No. Do I think they're going to make it work? Yeah, because I think Russ is always going to play hard and do his thing. Do I think the Nets' big three is still better? Absolutely. But I, I want Russell Westbrook to win a championship. But I also don't want to hear the bull crap that's going to come along with it now because it's just going to be you got backpacked by LeBron, Anthony Davis did all the work, you know what I mean, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I want Russell Westbrook to do good. I want him to win a championship, but I'm not a big Laker fan at all. I, I don't know. I, so, I think I kind of sit somewhere in the middle where I want Westbrook to succeed and I, I want him to win a championship, but I'm not a big Laker fan at all. So I don't want the Lakers to win, if that makes any right. sense. <laughs> so I think, I think if I had to rate this trade overall, I think this is like a C minus. Okay. Cause the wizards, first of all, the wizards gave up two second round picks. I don't know why they gave up two second round picks in this trade. I think that's crazy. Um, they give up Russell Westbrook, who throughout an injured season, still gave them a triple-double, right? I mean, this is the best. The, Bradley Beal has two 30-point-per-game seasons, and this is the difference in playoff runs was Russell Westbrook. You know, Brad could not do it himself. He needs another superstar on that team to do anything. And they got, for Russell Westbrook, they got Kyle Kuzma, who is – been nothing but slandered on because of his performances with the Lakers. Montrez Harrell, 
who is a sixth man of the year, but for how much longer? You know, so he's a rotational yeah. player. He's not even supposed to be a starter. Um, and then you get KCP, who once again is another rotational player. He's not a starter either. He he didn't even start for the Lakers. And Kuzma Kuzma was hit or miss with starting. So you mm-hmm. got rotational players and a first round pick who is going to be in the rotation as well. So you, you really all you did was give yourself a big old hole in your lineup, and you just told DC fans. This is yeah. This is what I heard though. Just okay. reading up on some Woj stuff. Yeah, is that and they're going to apparently? Use yeah, they're going to use they're going to use Harold. They're going to use Kuzma and KCP to try to package them together to go get someone. And I heard okay. initially it was Spencer Dinwiddie. I've heard a couple other different guys, but I think that I, from what I've heard, maybe not all of them, but some of those guys definitely probably won't be with the Wizards. Come opening night. I see. Okay, so this is where I begin to be hopeful. But as a Wizards fan, I reckon, as really a DC fan, I recognize that hopeful for us isn't necessarily bright, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I will only mark this trade as a success for the Wizards if they get a big free agent out of it. Yeah, if they can package if they, these if guys they, together, if they package them up and move them so that they get a significant free agent. I then I will be okay with this trade, but if it doesn't happen, then this trade sucks, man. Yeah, they just got kicked I agree. out of the playoffs. They just they just traded away their free playoffs because with Russell Westbrook and Brad, that's a playoff run. Yeah, whether you lose in the first round or not, it's still a playoff run. And yeah. so, all right, so then we go to the other side to so the Lakers. I was really surprised that they went with Russ. I thought that they had learned, and you know, from their previous experiences that. It was better to go with shooting guards, you know, or people that can shoot in general than more. I mean, Russ plays like a big. He does. He absolutely plays like a bigger person than he actually is. He doesn't like shooting. He's the worst yeah. three-point shooter. He is a terrible three-point shooter. He's the worst starting three-point shooter, like at the point at the guard position in the past ten years. We just, I just told you that statistic. Yep. Um. So I hope the best for the Lakers. I don't really know. I mean, their starting lineup is still gross. You said that the net starting three is better, which I can get behind because LeBron is getting worse. I mean, LeBron shot terribly this year. He he, he didn't shoot particularly well uh, percentage-wise. His free throw percentage was terrible. Um, his defense is getting worse as time goes on. You know, obviously, playoff Braun is different. I hear you. Um, but Anthony Davis looks, you know, unhealthier and unhealthier as we go through seasons two. Um, Russell Westbrook gets unhealthier and unhealthier. So I'm definitely taking the big three, you know, the Nets big three over them. If they are all perfectly healthy by some miracle next year, then the only reason I can see that as a series is because. I mean, the Lakers, as of right now, still have Drummond, and they still have a very deep bench. They still have yeah. Mark Cole. They still have. I mean, they still have Schroeder coming off the bench. I don't care if you like any of these players or not, but they're all. They're all. I mean, Dennis Schroeder was six man candidate. Like they're all. Yeah. Proven. They're all proven vets and rotational players. They're all proven. And they got THT still. So they. I mean, they're definitely deeper than the Nets. And if, if by some miracle they could be healthy 
and play like for real against the Nets, then I could see them giving the Nets a hard time. But if they're not going to be healthy, then what does it matter? Yeah. No, I agree. I, 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 I'm taking the Nets. And yeah. especially after what they did, they picked up a good big from North Carolina, Dayron Sharp, and they picked up Cam Thomas from LSU, who's a good scorer, who will be another bench. Hopefully, if he, can, if he pans out, he'll be a really good bench scorer. So, yeah, I think I'm going to take the Nets in that scenario. The Wizards did draft uh, one more thing. The Wizards did draft Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga, which I don't know how I felt about it. He's a really good shooter. I don't know what his ceiling is in the NBA, but yeah, I don't know. The Wizards are in a weird spot. We'll have to see what happens with the Wizards. There's not really much other to talk about until something happens because you're either going to move Bradley and go into complete rebuild, which I think is probably what they should do at this point, as hard as that is to say, because I don't know. It's just going to be tough. We're just going to have to see what they do with Harrow and Kuzma. That'll tell us what they want to do. If they bundle that for a good player, then they're still in it. If they bundle that for more picks and they trade Bradley for pick, you know what I mean? Then it's then we'll know where that. But we don't really have much others to talk about until we see what they do with it. So Sure. You know, one more one more thing about the draft. Um I gotta say, the Pistons had a great draft. I was when I looked at the board this morning about who, you know, who went in the second round, mm-hmm. I just kept reading about I mean, so the Pistons got Cade Cunningham, who was the best prospect, hands down. Like, hands down. Cade, I mean, we watched Cade in the tournament. Cade is disgusting, man. Cade is gross. He's, he could be for real. Like, Cade's gonna, Cade's gonna ball. Cade is at least gonna be decent, his rookie year. Like, bare minimum, right? I don't see Cade not being, like, Cade is... Cade hooped in college, man. So they got Cade number one overall. Um, and then in, in the second round, bro, they got the Sumnew as well. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw that. They got the Sumnew. So AO de Sumnew played for uh hold on, let me let me pull up the Sumnew. Yeah, I de Sumnew played for Illinois this last year. He was the point guard yeah, for Illinois. Fighting Illini. Yep. Um the Sumnew was he wasn't as good as Cade, but I thought potential-wise, like Cade, it, it, the sum news up there. I he's a steal. Like you gotta, like I would. I'm not saying he's gonna be like a star this year, but the sum news talents are definitely gonna translate to the league. He can shoot. He can. He's super athletic. Like he has all the telltale signs of someone that's gonna be really good. Yep. Win for Detroit for sure. My bad, my bad, my bad. The Bulls got the sum new. That's who it oh, was. Oh, okay. To play with, yeah, yo. AO is going to play. Man, I thought for a second, I swear on my phone, it said the Pistons got the sum new. Man, the Bulls got them. Man, you know who Detroit got right before the sum new? JT who? Thor. Oh, that was that, uh, yeah, that was that guy from Auburn, the athletic yeah. guy. The super athletic wing from Auburn. That was they got man. The Sumner was still on the board. They literally the Bulls got him the very next pick. That's why. That's what I got mixed up on. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, actually, a, a thing I'm looking at says that JT Thor actually got traded to the Hornets. So the Pistons traded it. 
Oh, did they trade so, it already? Yeah, Thor's on. Yeah, they traded it to the Hornets. So JT Thor officially traded to Horn to the Hornets. So what, one other thing, the Pistons, bro. The Pistons got Garza too. Um, I didn't think, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, Garza isn't super talented necessarily. Like he's not. Like he wasn't the most skilled player. Um, but he's six foot eleven, two sixty five, and he's mobile, and he's a really great finisher. I guess it's hard to be, you know, a great finisher at six eleven. But the reason Luca is such a good pickup is that man, there's only so many good centers. There's only a handful of really good centers in the league. Yeah, and Luca definitely has a chance to be one of them. Yep. You For know, sure. I mean, we can only name like six really relevant centers and then after that it's kind of just a mosh pit of mediocre um and another got big guy that got drafted uh i was kind of surprised the Cavs got mobley evan mobley from usc mm -hmm. i was kind of surprised i thought the Cavs just got um jared the Nets big guy jared allen yeah i think so they I just went with best available at that point uh, that's probably true because I mean we talk about Garza being you know a little bit unskilled but definitely big enough. Mobley's and got all the upside. Mobley is skilled enough. I mean Mobley is. I mean he has range even like Mobley can shoot. Yep. It's kind of funny though. You know Mobley's only two fifteen. And he he's a baby. Yeah. Garza has fifty pounds on him. But he's super young. Mobley's super young. He played great in the tournament. Played had a great season at USC. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a big factor. Um, one thing I was really surprised about, and not that this has any relevance for this year, but maybe in the years to come, uh, was Mac McClung, the man's from Texas Tech, mm -hmm. who is Mac McClung is a fantastic point guard he's a point guard right yeah he's like a combo one too I mean, yeah. i'm not sure what he'll play in the league but he's a really good athlete they got him he so, didn't even get drafted he went undrafted he went undrafted to the lakers camp he went to the lakers today mm -hmm. so i'm not obviously mcclung won't i mean he, he'll probably sit on the lakers g league team for a year or two yeah but, and uh, he might even make the bench he might even end up on the bench Man, McClung is I look, there's a lot of great college players that don't translate to the league. So it's really it's hard to say with any you know, like definite yes if a player is gonna make it and like when I say make it in the league, I, I mean be significant in the league. But yeah, I thought that was a great pickup by the Lakers. Uh Jalen Green, um, men's from the G League got picked up by the Rockets. So the Rockets are gonna have Jalen Green and they're gonna have um, junior, Kevin Porter Jr. Yep, and Josh Christopher, the guard at Arizona State. So and Josh Christopher, that's going to be a crazy backcourt. Uh, hopefully, John can teach him a couple things before he gets booted. Because there's, I mean, man, I don't they're even in see rebuild. John. Yeah, they're oh, they're in rebuild. They just have to deal with John Wall's contract. But I don't even see John Wall getting like significant. I mean, he's going to get significant minutes, I guess. But he's I don't even know if they'll have him start next year. I think they're just going to go full rebuild and ask John to play six man almost. Yeah. 
Like, there's not really a point in having John start, right? I mean, it's not like the Rockets are going for a run here or not, but they have an amazing young core. You remember they have Christian Wood still, who Christian Wood before his injury, he was he was up for most improved player, hands down. And, yeah, and that he was balling. And that was with Jeremy Grant having the year he was having on the Pistons. Who Jeremy Grant also had a fantastic year for the Pistons. Yeah, he did. So I, I guess the biggest takeaway from the draft was that man, the Pistons got a lot better. Even though I made the mistake about uh, the some new, you know, they still. I mean, Luca and the uh, and Cade Cunningham are going there, and they got be- Isaiah Livers. He's like a he's an older Livers. player. He's a shooter yep. from Michigan. So, um, huge man. Huge for them and for the Rockets. I mean, the Rockets look like they're getting their act together almost, getting their young core together. They have a good young core. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to watch for sure. For sure. Yep, that'll be good. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's about all I have here on draft picks. Everybody else, you know, I it's like I said, it's really hard to tell. I think Jalen Johnson was a good pickup for the Hawks. Yeah, it, it'll just tell you. Just once it's summer just league hard. starts and the year starts, we got more stuff to talk about when it comes to that sort of thing. When does summer league start? Is that next week? Uh, it starts week in after, like right? two or three weeks. Yeah, two or three weeks. Yeah. So super excited for that. We'll definitely keep you updated as that goes along. Um, but I, that's all we got for you today. Thank you all for listening, and uh, have a great rest of your night.